Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. I'm an addict named Katie. This is September 9th, just for today. Feet of clay. One of the biggest stumbling blocks to recovery seems to be the placing unrealistic expectations on others. Basic text, page 82. Many of us come into Narcotics Anonymous feeling pretty poorly about ourselves. By comparison, the recovering addicts we meet at meetings may seem amongst superhumanly serene. With with these wise, loving people have many months, even years of living in accordance with the spiritual principles, giving them, giving of themselves to others without expecting anything back. We trust them, allowing them to love us until we can love ourselves. We expect them to make everything all right again. Then the glow of early recovery be- begins to fade, and we start to see the human side of our NA friends and sponsor. Perhaps a fellow member of our home group stands stands us up for a coffee date or we see two old timers bickering at a committee meeting or we realize our sponsor has a defect of character or two we're crushed disillusioned these recovering addicts aren't perfect after all how can we possibly trust them anymore somewhere between the the heroes of recovery and the lousy na bombs lies the truth our fellow addicts are neither completely bad nor completely good after all if they were perfect they wouldn't need this program Our friends and sponsor are ordinary recovering addicts, just like we are. We can relate to their ordinary recovery experience and use it in our own program. Just for today, my friends and my sponsor are human, just like me, and I trust their experience all the more for that. Thanks for letting me read. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Randy L. Hey, Randy, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Glad you can make it, bro. So, Randy, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and could you give your home group a shout-out? Yeah. Um, so, my name is Randy L. Uh, my clean date is 11-28-2019, just past nine months. And my home group is uh, here in Salem, Oregon. It's called Saturday Night Lights. All right, Randy. And uh, congratulations on the nine months, bro. And so, could you... Share your thoughts on the Just For Today Feet of Clay. Yeah. Um, so when I was reading that, you know, um, it took me back to when I was in my first, uh, probably my first 30 days. And, um, you know, I remember uh, hearing from, uh, just like it says in there, one of the old timers um, who was a regular attendee, um, kind of a nomad, if you will, but um, always speaks very uh, vividly and passionately on the uh, on the steps and why they're in the order that they're in. And uh, I'm reminded of when, like, you know, he uh, 
made it a very, you know, made it a point to uh, to acknowledge the fact that he's not perfect. And if he was, mm. he would need to be there. And um, for me being a newcomer, that especially that early, just trying to get my bearings, you know, um, barely being able to actually get, you know, focus in a meeting. That was one of the first messages that I heard that really stuck and resonated with me. Um, and I'm very grateful for that because it allowed me to uh, to understand what that truth um, and honesty, open-mindedness and willingness is really, uh, really about. Um, hearing from someone who has, you know, years and years of clean time, right? Um, to be candid about, you know, what goes on in their life and that it's not, it's not always going to be perfect. We got to live on life's terms. Um, that helped me. Um, it helps me every day, honestly, because I'm reminded as I go through, uh, you know, what we consider to be normal day-to-day -day, uh, you know, activities now, um, how my imperfections um, show themselves and, and how it's okay. You know, I was one of those people that, I would probably admit when I was wrong, but that's just because I wanted to make it known that I'm being accountable. So I don't, don't seem like I'm one of those people that doesn't acknowledge being wrong, but I wasn't exactly doing anything about it other than just trying to touch on that so we could move mm. forward from that point. Um, now, having some clean time under my belt, going to meetings regularly, working steps, um, staying in the literature, you know, talking with my sponsor. Um, I understand where my, you know, that I have these defects of character and that thanks to uh, this program, um, not only is it okay for me to be wrong and everything, but like I can understand and start to do my cognitive thinking in a healthy manner um, and try to correct some of the ways that I am or my, my first thought wrong kind of process because I'm affecting so many others around me instead of just myself. Um, something that is pretty foreign to me. Um, and I, it's, it's been a very, very, uh, humbling process on that kind of, on that note. Um, because I don't know. I mean, I, I've just been able to enjoy what this program has and the service work and everything. And, um, doing things for others, not because it makes me look good, but because it makes me feel good. And I know it makes others feel good in return. And uh, the selfishness that I had, um, you know, been, that I, uh, you know, the selfishness that I had lived throughout my addiction um, definitely took away from all that stuff. Cause I, you know, I became a pretty ugly person. I didn't like mm -hmm. who I was. I would avoid looking in the mirror for physical reasons for, even uh, internal reasons mm. um and and uh you know i'm a, i don't have to do that today and i thank the i thank my sponsor thank the program um and i thank those predecessors and even the new people um for giving me the opportunity on a daily basis really to uh to be reminded of of the imperfections that we all live and how it's okay as mm. long as we, you know, we stay cognizant and try to work on ourselves and work this program, stay um, in a different light. You know, I, I, 
I, I was very humbled when I uh, was talking with my sponsor and he was feeling very vulnerable at the time about some things going on in his life. And uh, so I reached out to him and was like, you know, just because you're my sponsor, you know, I, I want you to know that you can talk to me. Um, there was a very unfortunate um, situation that happened with his sponsor right around the time that I got clean and he's been immobilized in the hospital for quite some time and has taken my sponsor down a dark path and his role um, as a sponsor he takes seriously and feels like you know you don't gripe down you gripe up so when I was able to tell him that you know um, it made him feel so much you know it gave him that sense of relief and mm and everything and, and and it's because he deserves it um everything that he's given me you know if i can be able to just give him a little bit of that or just an ear to listen you know to listen to or something um because no matter what you know every time every day is going to present us with new challenges new obstacles and uh you know my heart goes out to him his sponsor his sponsor's family for what happened and um yeah, i could only imagine how that feels for him having not a whole lot of uh, mm. people to reach out to. So, and, you know, that's him, you know, feeling like he has to uh, arrive at that perfect sponsor stage, you know, as well, not to cross talk <laughs> as much, but um, it's just an example of that, of we, we try to, uh, you know, set the stage for what we feel is appropriate, but there's never really going to be any, you know, there's never, there's no perfection in there. Um, yeah, see, man, I feel that. Yeah, let's dig into that a little bit, Randy. And I, feel, I feel that, man. First, a couple, a couple thoughts on that. I, um, you know, and I, and I appreciate, you know, you, you, um, being transparent with us, and 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 I agree, um, about that. Um, you know, I one one of the guys I sponsor, uh, his name's Brian. He listens, you know, every, um, you know, for every episode, uh. Or at least I'm gonna I'm gonna double check as a matter of fact. <laughs> so so after this one, well, I'm gonna make sure to ask him if, if 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 he has anything to talk to me about. But anyhow, um, you know I've known him for you know probably 14 years, 13 years, something like that. Maybe maybe even longer. He's coming up on a year clean. You know he gets that one year birthday cake pretty soon. And and um, but he's one of those dudes, man. Like I got clean in 2000, he got clean in 19, 2019, and and it's one of those things where man, I'll, I'll ride around with him or, or, or be talking to him or do something like this, man, I'll tell him, I'll be as transparent as I am with him, as I am with my sponsor, or anybody else. And, and I think, and I think you bring up a good point, man. There's some perspectives to where people are like, Hey, you know, I sponsor X, Y, and Z and I don't kick my stuff to them. They kick their stuff to me. And that's cool. Right. You know I mean? Different pockets of recovery in different places. I mean, it's all good, man. What, what works. You, where what happens with me though is when I when I build a relationship you know and it's not it might not be everybody or whatever but um but but I can identify with that Randy I have a guy you know who you know Brian he's coming up on his year man and I'll kick my stuff out to him right now and uh and he's helped me out probably more than I have helped him you know this past year you know just just having that relationship and connection with him so so good good on you man for for being able to serve other people, you know, and not, and not feeling reserved, like you can't serve somebody. Um, good for you, man. And, and, and you know what, I really want to ask you, and, and, and I think it's just neat, man, that you're, you know, that you got nine months and, and you're speaking on this feet of clay um, just, just for today. Could you, could you tell us what it was like, man? Um, 
you know, so, so the majority of your recovery has been in the midst of this transition to, to online meetings. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you got clean before that hit and then boom, right away, man, like kind of really, really early in your process, you had to navigate this transition of like, damn, I'm not getting a coffee and a hug and, and hearing people kick it right next to me. You know, I got a transition here. How's it been for you, man? Um, that's a, that's a really good question, actually. And I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that I get to be uh, someone that gets that question because for me, I feel really, um, you know, I, I don't feel fortunate or blessed for the situation. Obviously, it's terrible what's going on in the world. But I feel really fortunate because from what I'm hearing from so many people that, are, you know, time and years and whatever have you, they're so accustomed to being in the rooms, um, mm. how they, they just can't get on board with Zoom and everything. And I, and I miss the, uh, the, you know, the, the intimacy that, you know, you get from being with people and the energy and everything. There's a connection that's unlike anything other in the fellowship in person but I feel very blessed because um I feel first I feel blessed that I got about four to five months in the actual rooms mm -hmm. to get some footing before this happened um because I don't know if my recovery would be as strong as it is if I hadn't had that but that being said um it gave me enough time to not give myself any excuses um, it was absolutely necessary and imperative that I, you know, I stay doing this. Um, you know, I got a list of Zoom meetings, um, you know, that I go to. Um, and uh, and I'm very, 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 you know, fortunate for that, I feel. Um, I have the ability to do that today, number one. Um, and number two, like, that I didn't get myself so accustomed to it being one way that uh, – I let that be something that, you know, holds me back, not just from my own recovery, but we got to remember what, you know, tradition five to carry the message to the still suffering addict. Hmm. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of people, I mean, I, you know, there's a lot of people on their day one right now, you know, and like, they don't know where meetings are. They've heard Zoom maybe, um, you know, but you mm -hmm. know, all they got to do is get on the phone or the computer and there they are. And if we're not there, there's no message for them to pick up on, you know? And, and, and for me, that's a really scary thing. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it also takes me to a place, you know, where when we first, when we all first came to the rooms, no matter what our clean time was, you know, a lot of us were probably hesitant. Um, even though we were, it was a, maybe an act of desperation, maybe it was court ordered. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, it was necessary. And, um, you know, and we're willing to do whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. And, and I was, I've always been a firm uh, advocate of this, like, you know, when we're in our addiction, and we feel so alienated and alone in the world against us, and we want help, but we want it grafted to, you know, our specifications. And that's just not realistic. You know, there's, there's lots of hotlines, there's programs that you know there's narcotics anonymous um that are all available to us all and um so like being that there's still this you know like we i i hear from people that aren't 
you know, that are so used to being in the rooms for so long that they can't get on board with the Zoom thing. And I just, you know, I try to speak on it as delicately as I can because I don't like, you know, I don't want there to be confrontation or whatever in the, in the meetings. But, you know, it's like we got to be, remi- we got to remind ourselves of what the purpose of this is. This is not, you know, mm. we all had to do something that was uncomfortable at first. And even if it's relearning something, you know, that's what, you know, that's what our higher power would want. I mean, that's what my higher power wants because my, this program is my higher power. You know, mm. it, it's shown me how to live. It's shown me how to be, you know, be a person again. It's, it, it teaches me something on every day. And it reminds me of what my will, you know, what, what my will was as opposed to what, you know, my higher power's will is for me. Um, See, Randy, that's what I'm talking about, man. Look, I'm over here. My spirit's on fire, bro. Really. It really is, man. It's like, you know, when you're talking in my mind, I'm saying, yes, yes, yes. And that's right, man. And that's, and you know, and the, and the cool thing is the perspective that you take of saying, of saying, you know what, hey, man, you know, we made the transition. And what I hear is, what I hear is you saying is the same thing, man, that I heard in 2000, I got clean in 2000 in Southwestern PA. And this is what I heard. I heard, were you desperate to get high? I was like, yep. Can you get desperate to stay clean a day at a time? Yep. And that's what I hear you saying, man. You know, it's like, look, look, it, we, we could go to face to face. That's cool. We could have to do it in an online platform. That's cool. My commitment to staying clean a day at a time doesn't change. No matter if I'm getting a coffee and a hug and I'm sitting next to you, or if I have to make my own coffee, give myself a hug and look at my phone and see you, you know? And so, so man, you pumped me up, man. That's, that, that's good, man. It's really, really good. And and so Randy, I want to ask you one question before we transition to the last part of the, of the podcast. So um, if we've got some listeners, you know, who, who are saying, look, man, you know, I'm logging in, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing my meetings, you know, this and that, but I'm having trouble of just kicking it. I'm getting honest and getting transparent you know, on my laptop screen or on my phone screen and, and, and stuff like this. What's that application look like, man? Like what's helped you to be able to, to log in and just kick it say, Hey, I'm Randy. And, and, and here's my honesty. What's helped me. Um, and this goes, you know, back to lit, you know, to hearing from others, you know, um, it is so important that we say what, what is going on on our minds, whether it's, you know, whether it's something of grandiosity or it's, you know, what we feel is really dark and morbid and, uh, and ugly and, and, you know, our vulnerable side, you know, um, it is so necessary that we share that. And ain't nobody going to judge you for what, you know, what you may be saying, you know, you think is, a, you know, you don't make sense or, or what you're saying just, it doesn't, you don't know how to fit in it, you know, none of us did at first but when we keep things inside we only hurt ourselves you know mm-hmm. um this program is about you know sensitivity compassion a loving spirit um and a desire to stay clean and and if we keep things to ourselves you know we're putting ourselves at risk um so i i highly advise um and advocate anybody that's got something to say put it out there okay um, it changed my life. It, it really changed mm-hmm. my life. So, Randy, let's tra- transition now to this last question. I'd like to ask all the guests who come on. Um, so, Randy, if you 
knowing what you know now and having this experience these past nine months, if you could talk to yourself with one day clean, could you share with us what you would tell Randy L with one day clean? You're on to something big, man. You're on to something big. Whatever you did yesterday, get that day clean, try to emulate it and maybe take it a step further. Reach out. Just reach out and keep your mind and your ears open. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.